0: Welcome back to the Growing Lean Podcast, sponsored by Lean Discovery Group. This is your host, Dylan Burke, also known as Deej. I'm very happy to be here with Andrew Cohen, founder and CEO of Brainscape. Welcome, Andrew. Good to be here. Thanks, Dylan. Amazing. Uh, Good to have you here. So to get us started, can you give us a little bit of a background of yourself, firstly, and how you ended up in the business you're in today?
1: Sure so I actually was trained as an economist in undergrad I worked uh, for the US government at uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics and then for uh, the World Bank in Panama on a controversial anti-corruption project and along the way toward solving that uh, problem down there uh, I had to get really good at Spanish and I was you know a Spanish minor in school I was using Rosetta Stone I was um, you know had tutors but nothing was efficient enough for me so I ended up building the first version of Brainscape myself, uh, started as a Microsoft Excel macro, uh, and then it just sort of started uh, spiraling. Uh, people wanted to, to use it for themselves, and this thing goes viral over email in Panama. Uh, and so I uh, pivoted my career, actually. Uh, I got a master's degree in education technology uh, and used uh, all the cognitive science research that I was uh, coming up with in school to sort of become the Brainscape white paper. I, I got some engineering co-founders and uh, then proceeded to make uh, hundreds of, <laughs> of mistakes like every first-time entrepreneur <laughs> does and uh, learned a lot in the, in the school of hard knocks now over more than a decade of growing Brainscape as a first uh, venture-backed company and now a, a profitable business, which is uh, suddenly sexy these days. <laughs>
0: Amazing, and when did you start the business? How long ago was that? Believe it
1: or not, 2009.
0: Uh, okay, so well,'s been so... a minute.
1: yeah, we're we're like the oldest uh, startup in in New York, so to speak. you <laughs> know haven't haven't had an exit um, but uh, you know are, are continuing to grow and we've got we got a really great team.
0: Amazing. And so what exactly is Brainscape? Is it you said it's in the education sector. So what, what exactly does it do?
1: I think of Brainscape like flashcards on steroids. Uh, So you can make flashcards, you know, through a web browser, you can find them uh, created by other users, uh, collaborate with them, sort of almost like an Evernote for for flashcards. Uh, And then there's a a marketplace of uh, publisher created materials as well. So anything that you would study with flashcards from early childhood, you know, learning your dinosaurs or ABCs all the way through, you know, medical school, nursing school, law school, we actually tend to be uh, the most popular in those, you know, very higher ed, high stakes certifications where you just have months and months uh, or years of uh, of information, tens of thousands of, you know, little facts um, that, uh, you know, the study process is just such a stressful thing. We help make it uh, a lot less stressful. And the the real secret sauce is the cognitive science behind um, how they work. So flashcards themselves already, you know, offer, you know, if you've got active recall, right? You're thinking of the answer from scratch rather than just sort of recognizing multiple choice. Uh, you're, you're assessing, you know, how well did I really know this, uh, right? You put it in the easy pile, the hard pile, the medium pile. Uh, so, so flashcards are already a really great tool, but where Brainscape uh, adds uh, the value is the automated spaced repetition algorithm. So as you rate your confidence and how well you knew it, uh, it's actually a one to five scale. We determine how frequently uh, it should show up. And there's just so much cognitive science research that shows the single most important factor in your ability to, uh, to retain knowledge is getting that interval of time right in between each exposure. Uh, ideally, the the longest possible interview uh, interval before you would have otherwise forgotten the material. And if you can um, schedule each individual repetition uh, in that way,
0: you're optimizing your personal uh, learning stream. That's amazing. I love that. And the information is it is it user generated or where does the information come from?
1: Yeah, again, it's both. So so you can make your own flashcards. It's sort of like your own tool. You could make them in the app. You can make them in a web browser. You could upload, you know, spreadsheets of of content. Uh, You can collaborate with your classmates. So, okay, I I set up biology 101 uh, in Brainscape, guys. uh, I'll make the flashcards for chapter one. Dylan, you make them for chapter two. Mary, you make it for chapter three. So we've got sort of a collaborative group. We can edit each other's stuff um, and um, adjust permission settings if you need. Um, A a teacher or an instructor or a school can create the material or can sort of organize it. Um, But then we also have uh, partnerships with publishers uh, where, you know, we'll sort of have flashcardized material that aligns to their book or their uh, exam prep guide um, or their course uh, online, if they have sort of an online course um, and uh, and deliver Brainscape as
0: sort of the perfect mobile complementary uh, study tool that goes with it. Amazing. I wish I had this when I was still in school. <laughs> I feel like it would have helped a lot. It's not. It's
1: not too late to to start uh, learning other languages in Brainscape, or uh, or there's so many. You know, wine enthusiast. Wine is actually our biggest uh, subject area right now uh, for for the certification market, the the WSET exams, the
0: Sommelier exams. Uh, so uh, yeah, not too late, man. <laughs> Amazing. I'll have a look after this for sure. <laughs> um, what interface are you using? Is it a mobile app? Uh, yeah, it's a web browser and a mobile app exactly. Okay. Amazing. And how, can you tell me about how you've scaled from the beginning? Like what have been your major milestones um, up until today? Um, well, I guess I could talk about scaling the team and scaling the the product. So in the
1: first uh, couple of years when I was, uh, you know, raising like what you probably now would call like the the angel pre-seed, seed, post-seed, you know, seed extension uh, at the time, you know, there was all different fancy words for them, But uh, we didn't go through an accelerator. I didn't have uh you know, a, a tight network of uh, you know, engineer friends or, um, you know, mentors who had sold businesses before. so i was I was learning a lot um the hard way. i, I actually didn't have a tech co-founder at first, and so I hired a dev shop uh, to build you know, the whole product. And um, I don't think I would recommend <laughs> I'm talking to to, to you guys. I don't think I would recommend like outsourcing your entire technical leadership. If you're a tech startup, like that is your intellectual property. Like you need to, to understand the code, understand where all the bodies are buried. Now um, dev shops or, or, you know, outsourced uh, development firms can be an extremely uh, useful um, and, and cost effective way to scale up and down, um, you know, development of your team. But I relied, I relied a lot on, on that. And, I would just sort of build the spec myself and then like ship it over <laughs> overseas and then like wait for like a week or two. And then they say, ta-da, here we go. And it was like terrible. And then I'd have to go back and forth. So there wasn't like that iterative, you know, you got a co-founder in the room who's like, it's three o'clock it's Saturday night in the morning. And they can't sleep because they're thinking about like, you know, code and how to improve things. And you just got the, the, the cycle needs to be really great. So that was probably the the, the biggest uh, mistake that, that caused the first several years to be very slow. Um, and uh, the team that I had in New York, it was, you know, a lot of interns and sort of like entry level marketing slash content uh, people. Um, but the tech was was mostly outsourced. Now, sort of phase two of the company, we we basically went out of business. Uh, we lost everybody. We couldn't raise more money from investors. We had hardly any revenue. Uh, lots of like free users, but we you know sort of couldn't fit, figure out how to monetize. So we we sort of collapsed and went down to like two people in 2016. Um, and we have since rebuilt the business uh, mostly with full time senior engineers, uh, which took a lot of you know, selling the Kool-Aid, selling the vision, um, get them really understanding, you know, what we're really building together. And it, it, it at the end of the day is much more than just flashcards, um, in the, in the, direction that we're going. And so that really helped us to, to get a handle on our code base, um, clean up just a ton. We've done so many overhauls over the last several years, um, and get the user experience to just, uh, we're close to a 10 out of 10, you know, nine out of 10, you're never super happy with it, but, um, People who are using Brainscape to study just love it. You know, we've, we've had 10 million registered users uh, over the years uh, and and uh, 4.8 uh, star rating on, uh, on the app store and the effusive stories that people are always coming forth with about how we we changed their life. We changed their study habits. We helped them pass an exam or or finally learn or understand something that they weren't um is is just truly inspiring i mean you've got parents of like autistic and add kids who say this is finally the tool that's working for us so just across the board you know it's so many different uh areas
0: uh we're we're really happy about how things have scaled since then amazing i really love impact driven entrepreneurs i think it's so it's cool because you're an entrepreneur you want to make money but you also have a purpose and you're making an impact and i really admire that it's it's awesome that's um, i also wanted to ask how did uh let's not take over but how did like lockdown and all that affect you in 2020 because if i was just thinking about it like a lot of people had a lot of extra free time and wanted to i wanted to learn things so did, did you see a spike in business during that time uh
1: we saw a change in business um, that's a, that's a great question so uh, because Brainscape is used to study for a lot of exams, right? Um, for that period, a lot of exams weren't happening. A lot of teachers were saying, well, if I if I can't, you know, proctor the exam myself in the room, I don't know who's cheating. Um, so schools suspended a lot of exams and said, We're not going to do exams anymore. We're going to do, you know, you write a paper uh, or you do like a project. Um a lot of even like the bar exam for lawyers, the nursing exam in New York, they needed they needed nurses. They were like waiving exam requirements uh, because people couldn't come into a test center uh, and and take the exam. Um, now probably after six months, that a lot of that changed. Uh, where, you know, the test centers would open, but with masks and um, and teachers were, were starting to use more like online proctoring uh, software. So that recovered. But we saw a huge steep decline uh, actually in uh, usage of Brainscape, which sort of violated the narrative. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, online learning, you must be kicking ass in COVID, right? Everybody does does great. Um, but we did see a dip there. But to the second point, you said, people have a lot of time on their hands to learn as sort of adult learners. We did see a surge in um, people who are like, you know what, I'm going to take this time to, to learn Spanish. I'm going to take this time to sort of beef up on a whole bunch of trivia knowledge, or even, you know, um, even if I can't take the certification, you know, now it might be a three or six month, you know, learning process. So I'm sure the world's going to open back up. I'm going to start my studying now. So a lot of the kind of uh, outside of school um markets um came to life in a different way. And I think it really helped it helped us to, you know, diversify uh our range of uh of of usage uh even more and I think our our business has even been kind of slightly less cyclical since then too, right? We always have a a dip in the summer, obviously the summer vacation,
0: but it's it's been even less um as we've as we've continued to grow out of that. Okay, amazing. And I love that. Is are most of your users um recurring clients? Is it and is it uh is it a subscription service or is it a free free service it is a
1: freemium subscription model mostly consumer so uh meaning you could you could sign up for free um, and uh, really you could do a lot for free you can make flashcards for free you could share them for free you can collaborate for free um, and you could even discover other people's flashcards that are on the market and sort of demo them but if you want to unlock uh, other flashcards or certified you know, publisher flashcards uh, that you didn't make yourself or your friends didn't make, um, or if you want access to certain premium features or statistics or, or you wanna create a whole separate kind of private uh, area um, that's, that's secure and, and others can't access, then yeah, you would upgrade to uh, to Brainscape Pro or, or even if you're a school uh, or, or even a company, you know, training employees, salespeople, um, you would um, buy a, a, a pro license for your organization, right? Depending on how many pro seats you need.
0: Okay, that's that's awesome. I'm I'm definitely going to sign up. I I'd like to challenge myself and teach myself random random things, and I'm just going to become a pro at some sort of subject matter. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask over the last like year and a half with this whole AI revolution. How is that, if so, if it has, how has it affected your business? Um, and are you making use of AI to kind of make your business more efficient?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a couple things that um, different, different teams are using to, to make processes more efficient. I think that there's a lot of um, cool tools out there you know, for productivity that are that are solutions in search of a problem. Uh, that are you know cool shiny objects that a lot of people are using, but um, that I don't think are are uh, going to make as lasting of an impact. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But yeah, sure, a five percent improvement in productivity maybe. Um, but for our users, um, we actually think we um, can develop uh, very very useful tools to help uh, transform users' um, study material or instructional material into flashcards for them. Um, we are not the first who's uh, going to have done that. Uh, there's there's a lot of great uh, tools and apps that are that are doing um, similar stuff, um, and we're looking at how they're doing it, and we're thinking about what our users truly want, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do this um, the right and smart way, and uh, and we're excited about it. But we haven't we haven't launched anything yet. Watch the
0: space. Okay, amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing what what's to come. Ask me again um, in six. months. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. I'm um, so. You said uh, you've you've had ten million users over the years. How many are, if you don't mind me asking, how many are like um, continuous users um, that stay monthly on? Active,
1: h- hundreds of hundreds of thousands of monthly active users. You know, so and when you've had uh, a product for over a decade and where it's largely used for you know exam prep um, or or by students you know in in a class, um, if uh, in three months, you're not using Greenscape anymore. It's very likely because we succeeded um, because, you know, you, you met your goal and maybe you're not in school anymore. And yes, we do want to keep everybody learning something else, right? Oh, you, you graduated from medical school. You know, you might also want to learn Spanish uh, or, you know, you, you graduated from, from college. You're not going to grad school, but like, oh, you should keep up. Don't forget your college knowledge, right? Like, uh, keep studying it, um, so you're not going to forget it after school. And yeah, one percent of uh, of people to five percent of people maybe are what we call like the knowledge junkies, uh, like that. Um, so yeah, there's there's a good bit of natural turnover, um, but we we really thrive in those areas where um, you need such a tool for years, and that's why you know medical and, and law school and nursing school where you are studying for several years, or foreign language, you are studying for several years, and you want the things. Maybe there is a, a word or phrase you're learning Spanish that you haven't seen in like two years, but it still might occasionally come up because we've scheduled it to say, oh, "Okay, the word albondiga, for, you know, meatball." Uh, you haven't seen or heard of that in a long time. We're just gonna make sure that you remember it. So languages, especially, um, we have we have a lot of uh, a lot of very long term retention uh, on that. We have we have several people that have that have been using Brainscape uh, almost daily for ten years uh, in foreign
0: language acquisition. Well, wow, that's, that's awesome. And so if, if you don't have much retention, what, what KPIs do you use to measure the success of your business?
1: Uh, well, I'd say we do, we do have uh, retention in those, in the core markets, um, again, medical and okay. law, you know, for years, um, but there's a lot of turnover in, in the others. Um, I would say, obviously, um, the onboarding experience, right? So day two retention, like how many people came back a second day, um, it's sort of a, a big magic moment. We're always trying to optimize for because you know most people um, who don't who aren't retained next month. Uh, it wasn't like oh we lost them on day twenty seven or day like six. It's like we lost them in the first ninety seconds of the user experience, really. And and the more efforts that you put on sort of that that steep part of the retention curve, uh, the better you're going to end up doing. Um, we also optimize for percent of users who upgrade, obviously, uh, and then and then subscriber churn. Uh, we optimize for content creation and content sharing. Uh, so the percentage of users that go on to create their own flashcards, the percentage uh, of those people who share those flashcards, and then the number of uh, average people uh, that are invited uh, to a particular uh, class of flashcards, um, as, as we call it. Um, all are indicators of uh, of growth that will uh stem from that
0: okay awesome and is your revenue mostly generated by um paid services or do you have ads on the on the platform we do not
1: have ads on the platform uh, all of our revenue is either from uh, user subscriptions uh, or from organizational licenses
0: okay amazing i love that no one likes an ad <laughs> in their apps <laughs> So I want to ask you a question now. Um, feel free to tell me if if you don't want to answer it. But what if you could rate your current position in business on a scale of one to ten? Um, what would you rate it?
1: Zero point one. We're always okay. we're always at the beginning, man. Like there, there's so much uh, steam ahead. We have uh, dozens of Trello boards, each of which have hundreds of of cards uh for features that we want to create for initiatives that that we want to take uh and for uh other ways that we could add value to to our users and customers so um yeah we're, we're always so painfully early and uh there's never enough
0: hours in the day that's interesting and if we were to meet again in 12 months and i ask the same question where would you want to be in 12 months what i want to be is is 10 out of 10 uh where do i think we're going to be
1: probably 0.01 um so even a a tenth less uh along the way uh not because we've gone backward but because the extent of the the vision and uh, and the ideas that the the team keeps coming up with uh just continues to grow in in fun
0: and, and overwhelming ways i love that that's a, such a super interesting answer <laughs> Um, but it makes so much sense. I appreciate that.
1: And, no, and and so much of the growth potential and and the ideas comes from our users. Uh, the Discord channel that we have uh, for our power users is constantly teeming with feature requests uh, and improvements that people want uh, to the app, which is just such a great sign of how passionate our users are. Um, and uh, the, the challenge is, everybody has a different vision for what the product should should turn into. Uh, and so really like organizing the, the ideas and prioritizing the product roadmap becomes uh, one of the most challenging business problems
0: to solve. I could only imagine. <laughs> um, so Andrew, we are running out of time now, but I wanted to ask if you could give one piece of advice to business owners looking to enter the EdTech space, what would it be? Don't do it. (laughs) Um,
1: Talk to as many people as you can in your target market about your business before you write a line of code or develop a a single piece of marketing. And don't worry at all that somebody is gonna steal your idea. I think that's probably the most common entrepreneur, first time entrepreneur fear is that uh, I can't really tell people my idea, especially you know people who are too close to my space, because uh, what if they steal it? And the reality is if your idea was that good, uh, somebody probably would have built it already, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ideas are cheap. Uh, and if it is that good that nobody has really built uh, and you are the right person to create it, those organizations or those people are gonna work with you. They're not gonna wanna steal your idea. And then third, Everybody's got so many ideas of their own that they're not going to drop everything that they're doing and completely pivot and, and go after your idea in the same passionate way uh, that you would. So tell everyone about your idea and they're going to tell you why it's stupid and it's going to make you refine your pitch. It's going to make you uh, refine what your value proposition is and uh, either validate or invalidate your, your business so that um, you can
0: uh, create the, the right ingredients for, for your own success in the right order of operations. I, I appreciate that so much. I actually saw a LinkedIn post today um, discussing how competition is super healthy. If someone copies you, that's like a really good sign. Exactly. Um, and it just teaches you how to overcome and be better and just innovate and innovate and innovate. And I, yeah. I love that. Market validation.
1: You know, there's there's hundreds of flashcard apps out there and people ask me, you know, are are you worried about that? I said, if there weren't hundreds of flashcard apps out there, it would mean people don't really want flashcards that bad, um, but people really, really want flashcard apps and they they want one desperately that is just great, it's convenient, it's effective, uh, it's secure, and, and all the things that Brainscape's able to offer
0: for our customers. hundred percent. Well, thank you so much, Andrew, for being on the show. I've really enjoyed learning more about you and your business. What would the best way for people be to get in touch with you or to find Brainscape? Um, Where where can they find you?
1: We are everywhere. Type Brainscape into uh, any search bar and uh, web browser and the app store, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Uh, Brainscape is everywhere. Um, I am personally in a couple of those uh, places, primarily Twitter and uh, and LinkedIn. So you could, you could find me there if you want to, if you want to reach out and, uh, and have a, a good way that we might be able to work together. And, In general, if you're checking out Brainscape, it means you're probably learning something. So uh, best of luck, uh, everyone out there on your learning. And you too, Dylan, if you
0: end up checking it out. I will for sure. Thank you so much again. All right, you too.